A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Time again to catch up with our friends from the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board, of course. You are welcome to join them, badgerbean.com, coolbean.info. These are the folks that in part help host Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo. They also are the drivers behind a lot of infield research that you're using on your farm today. Those checkoff dollars at work for you right here in the state of Wisconsin. Dr. Sean Conley, University Extension Soybean Specialist, is one of those researchers that's funded through the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board. Let's talk a little bit about where we stand right now in the growing season. And Sean, I think we were all a little apprehensive early on because we got delayed in spring planting, but now it seems like we've kind of turned the corner. That's right, Pam. If you look out there and look at the crop reports, basically we're right on par for the five-year average. We may be a day behind here or half a degree behind there, but in general, we're right on par. And I think that's a good thing for farmers to really think about is that, um, you know, last year was an extraordinary year. We were able to get in early. We had farmers that had all the corn and beans in by May 1st last year, you know, Every year is different. This is kind of an average year. So there's things to think about when farmers are out there this year. Now, we also have had to do battle again this year, uh, tar spot and corn. And in soybeans, you're still reminding folks to monitor what's going on with your bean development. And don't uh, don't overlook the possibility of another fungicide application. Yeah, we're right getting at that R3 growth stage across the state of Wisconsin. And this is the point where we put on our last application of a fungicide for white mold applications. And starting in those R3 prophylactic targeted for brown spot and frog eye leaf spot. So this is the timing to be out there scouting, looking for those at timings in terms of the applications, but also scouting for other challenges. I know uh, SCN is a good time to go and check roots for soybean cyst nematode, look for that kind of activity out in the field, but also just looking at how well your herbicides performed. I was talking to Dr. Uh, Rodrigo Worley this past week, uh, our extension weed scientist, and he had showed some lack of activity with a lot of the oxen herbicides, basically just due to the heat when we were able to get out there and get applied. So I think it's a good time to go out there, scout, get an assessment of how things worked, uh, make those last fungicide applications if, if needed, and really get an assessment of how that crop is looking this year. Yep. Dr. Sean Conley, University Extension Soybean Specialist with us. We're also going to encourage you to think now about getting involved with the Wisconsin Soybean Yield Contest. It's a, kind of a compilation of what the growing season looks like from the north to the south in the state of Wisconsin. And Sean, you've got a couple of new categories, or at least a new category people can consider. Yeah, one of the things we sh- we're really trying to do, Pam, is get new people involved. We typically see the same you know, farmers across the state involved. So we have a new category this year is first-timers, and these are individuals from anywhere in the state of Wisconsin that have never entered the contest before. They'll be put into a separate category and just ranked according or against each other. So it'll be a good opportunity for those newbies, if you will, to try the contest out, get their feet wet, and have more experience with it. So uh, I really encourage farmers to think about it. And over the last 10 years of running this program, we've really tried to streamline it, make it easy for farmers and the, you know, the crop consultants that they work with to manage and work with this program. 
And this year, actually, we took away the entry free. So it's a free for any farmer to enter as well. So hopefully we've made it easier and more opportunistic for farmers, and especially the newbies, to join and try it in 2022. The only hard part is trying to make sure that somebody else is verifying with you. I mean, there there has to be a check and balance because there's some cash attached to some of these awards. That's right, Pam. And usually what we do is just ask you to have someone, a couple names in mind in place beforehand because people are busy when, you know, usually when they get the call, it's Sunday afternoon when farmers want to harvest season. Just talk to someone like an FSA agent, your county agent, someone that really just doesn't have a vested interest in you winning. So we're, we're pretty flexible on that. And if you have any specific questions, just when you download the form, call my cell phone. I can approve someone on the phone just to make sure that you're all good to go for the contest. Yeah, it's easy, again, to find that information, badgerbean.com, coolbean.info, if uh, you're ready to at least evaluate your possibilities. And tell them about uh, the other categories that are out there, Sean, and the money that's attached attached with uh, being involved. So we have four so we have four regions within the state and that's a rolling 10-year average for yield. So we have divisions 1 through 4 just to make sure farmers are paired against other farmers that have similar yield environments. Uh, we have a first and a second place. First place is 1000, second place is 500 in each one of those four regions across the state. We also have the uh, the 100 bushel club uh, that for any farmer that hits 100 bushels or greater for that first year, enters that club, you get an additional plaque and another $1,000 on top of it. So sometimes you can walk out of there with over $2,000 in winning just by managing your crop and, and doing a good job at monitoring the uh, the yield as it comes across and entering that information. Because I've told Pam this a lot, and we made this comment last year, there was a couple regions where only one person entered. Well, you can't win if you can't enter. Uh, what about the newbies? Do they get anything? So the newbies get the first place prize for a newbies is a thousand dollars. So that's a good another good opportunity for a for a newbie to try it out, get their feet wet, and see if how big of a pain it really is. And, oh. it's, and it's not. We've made it a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, uh, believe me, I look at this contest every year when I'm growing beans and think about it. But uh, it is much easier, and with no entry fee at all attached with getting involved this year. And remember, will uh, the deadline for that this year, Sean? Or what? Usually. <laughs> Usually I get an update from you. Ah, we're going to push it back. We're going to push it back. Usually it's about December, isn't it? Yeah, it's de- December 1st, depending on how well the f- harvest goes. I mean, if we need to push it back. We're still cutting beans on Christmas, ah! and that's, that's a bad year. So that's hopefully the- we won't be there. <laughs> that's right. And then, of course, uh, hopefully you'll be recognized uh, during the Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo 2023. But like I said, uh, you can't win if you don't enter, and $1,000 is the top prize. Should be enough incentive for basically any grower anywhere in the state of Wisconsin, including those newbies to get involved. Badgerbean.com, coolbean.info. And uh, like we said, not necessarily looking for real bell ringers this year, but uh, uh, you, sometimes it's a, it's, a, it's a little surprising to me or eye-opening to me what will win the category. Right. I mean, I think if you're in northern Wisconsin, the top half of the state, if you're, if you're pulling off mid-70s, you're probably, if you're not going to get first, you're probably going to be in place for a second-place opportunity. So just don't think you're not going to win because you, I've had a lot of farmers come there, listen to the results, and go, oh, if I only would have done that. Yep, that is very true, very true. And now let's talk a little bit more. Uh, we've got another opportunity for people to come together on uh, August 31st. I believe that's a Wednesday. It's our Agronomy and Soils Field Day at UW-Arlington. What specifically are you going to be focusing in on, Sean? Specifically 
basically the, the work that my group is going to be working on is some of the data, big data management practices we've been doing. So we've been fortunate to really get into this space of working directly with farmers, collecting their, uh, their yield data, scouting their fields, and using this big data approach to kind of ultimately develop prescription uh, recommendations on a per acre basis. And I know you've all heard this from the industry side of things, but this is something that we're really trying to do that ultimately develop a web page that a farmer can drop a pin in a field, change those management strategies that they're able to change on their farm, hit run, and it will basically supply farmers with opportunities for either maximum yield or maximum profit. So I think that's a, a good tool and expose farmers to that. But we'll be talking about um, drones, if you will. I see a lot of drones out there being utilized right now, specifically for foliar fungicides. That's a huge thing that I've seen over the last year. I just talked to a crop consultant uh, this week, and he talked to uh, he has three farmers that collectively bought a drone themselves, and they sprayed a thousand acres of corn last last weekend, just amongst the three of them, just going out there. So I think there's those tools to be able to utilize uh, on, on your own farm. So be lots of cool information. You know, we really want to encourage farmers to come, ask questions, and these interactions help guide our our research there at UW Madison. Right, and again, remember that's funded in large part by soybean checkoff dollars. So don't forget about that. Badgerbean.com, coolbean.info. And also, uh, looking forward, double cropping our beans, or I should say double cropping after wheat. You are going to try to have some data sometime this year or into 2023 on guidance. Yeah, Pam, we've seen a really different interactions recently with RMA Group. Um, what we've done is we've redrawn or, or made put input into the risk management agency to be able to change uh, when the planting date insurance comes in. So we've worked with them of redrawing those maps and early planting dates. But now recently we've just re- received information that they're going to be putting in some counties in southern Wisconsin that will be able to, or RMA will cover uh, double crop beans. I'm not sure which counties right now, but again, if we're talking about the southern, I would guess Probably the southern quarter of the state, some of several of those counties will be in play. So Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board has been working with us to develop some BMA or best management recommendations for those. And so we have different uh, maturity groups planted out there, different seeding rates. And we're really trying to look at what that yield potential is going to be and what the, you know, what the payoff is. Because there's going to be some trade-offs. If you're going to be double cropping beans, uh, just based on what that land use is, but hopefully we'll be able to make it work and develop a profitable situation for farmers to, you know, harvest a really good wheat crop, uh, take that straw off, and immediately go in double crop some beans and be able to get somewhere between twenty and thirty bushels, which at $14 beans will pay right. for itself very easily. Yeah, so you might as well investigate it now, folks, and kind of keep up to speed on what's happening with that kind of real-time in-field in research with Dr. Sean Connolly, University Extension Soybean Specialist. You can see him physically August 31st at the Soils and Agronomy Field Day at UW-Arlington, and, of course, you can catch up on all his information, badgerbean.com, coolbean.info. This conversation brought to you courtesy of the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board.